Welcome back to the Blunt Letters. We're here with episode Thanks for listening to the Blunt Letters. And we're your hosts. Don't forget wah, to follow wah, wah, us wah, on Spotify wah, to stay wah, up to date on all no our newest episodes. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Blunt Letters. And remember to check our story for our survey says an original mind-blowing And it starts with a little confusion. Also on YouTube for cartoons and videos to get our pretty faces. difficulties. Dude, oh, also like scenes and books. This Mercury Gatorade, Amazon. Amazon. It's really a bad one. Click the link Most in the, the time show I feel notes. Chill because I just like turn inward. Bye bye. Not this bye. time. Oh yeah, it's bad. It's <laughs> real bad. <laughs> so yeah, I was like sitting here. Uh, I got oh I put it my new desk together right because I was sitting on the floor because it's like most of the time I do like to sit on the floor but it started to become a bit much when I'd be at my workspace for hours my legs would go numb because I know where to put them so I finally got a, a desk and um but now I have like terrible posture because I'm like leaning on the desk yeah hella hard or like so yeah i was like oh i'm like leaning on my arms or i'm just like i'm like laying my whole body on the desk at this point because i'm just like hunched over and i realized it's like again my boobs and i was like had my boobs just like resting on the desk <laughs> so i could be comfortable boob like shelf yeah i'm always like trying to find a boob shelf so anyway i was like okay i gotta learn to lean back here have better yeah. posture and then you were like oh yeah you should and i was like oh i should they have these belts that correct your posture and you're like oh yeah like those weightlifter ones that hold your guts in so they don't come up they don't explode <laughs> out of you with lifting weights and i was like and i was like ha, yeah wait and you're like yeah isn't that crazy and i'm like oh no <laughs> really is this happening again dude that's what i was told that those those, those misconceptions belts hold your guts in because otherwise they'll just pop right out your belly button what yeah. And see, I love someone told you that, and you just were like, okay. <laughs> I was that like makes a kid. sense. Okay, but now you're not a kid, and you didn't ever think back to that and be like, remember when I, I thought those belts held people's guts in so they don't come out their belly button lifting weights? By the way, I've seen someone lift too much weights. It all comes out your asshole. Ew. That's yeah, me. I wish I never saw that fucking picture. I just, the internet, ugh. The internet's a wild place, everybody. You want to look at a couple things, you know, maybe some true crime stuff, and then before you know it, you see someone's innards coming out of their butthole, and you're like, why? Gross. You know what yeah. that makes me think of? When I was at Target a few years ago. And <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Where's this going? <laughs> so I thought you were going to say, like, at this hospital or no funeral parlor. <laughs> You remember the Human Centipede, the movie? Yes. So I that went, was at Target. I went to the movie aisle, yeah, and I just saw the cover of the Human Centipede, and I was so disturbed that I put my whole basket down and I just walked right out of Target. That's amazing! Wow. I was like, what a powerful I, film. <laughs> I didn't even. I mean, it, just the cover repulsed me so much. Wow. I was like, I can't be here anymore. Wow, you your it broke your head, it broke your mind or whatever. Like, yeah, that's amazing. I was almost so almost out. makes me want to watch it now, but I'm not going to because I think it'll be another thing like that fucking picture from 
oh god there used to be rotten.com or whatever and i'd be like yeah. some of it was interesting and then sometimes i'd be like what is wrong with me dude i remember people would look at that in like high school and stuff like that was the deregulated first years of the internet and it was all just like hella gross stuff yeah and sometimes I'm fascinated by that, but then sometimes I'm like, oh, it's like I was that sicko that watched a couple of those Faces of Death movies. And then I was just like, what am I doing? I've never I kept seen wishing that. I never seen saw, And I was like, I got to stop watching this shit. Just watch normal horror movies because at least that's fake. It's like, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's too much for me. I can't even fa- handle the fake, you know? I don't like it. So anyways, I guess in my world, it's not so crazy to think guts would explode out your belly button. They explode out of somewhere. Yes, you're right. It does happen, but not. And like, how would that help? Like, I love that you're like, oh, you would have died if you didn't have that fucking belt on. (laughs) (laughs) Dropping up your belly button. Like, it wouldn't just pour out your belly button and like pour out the sides of the (laughs) belt. It's like intestines are slippery. I don't know. I thought like maybe it couldn't expand enough to the point where it bursts because it was all being cinched in like a corset. No, nope. I was dying. I was like, is this for real? I can't believe I didn't think butthole in that scenario, honestly. But I, I didn't think about it too hard or very long because it was gross to me, you know? No, it's gross to all of us. It's just, yeah, I was like, wow. Nope. I was like, it might help me. And you're like, what are those for? I'm like, so you, it makes you sit up right or it makes you like lift things properly or whatever. Yeah. <sighs> it makes, helps you keep your form. But I was like, it definitely does not keep your guts in. But... <laughs> anyway, so... needless to say, listeners, I am not getting any kind of belt to sit at my desk. <laughs> I'm just learning how to sit back a little. I do that thing where I hunch over, which I told you, I think is from uh, orchestra. Uh-huh. Because you, you weren't supposed to ever touch your back to your chair. But then it just made me slump over a lot, I think. Why would they put backs on those chairs if you weren't supposed to sit on the back of them? Because you could at some point. Like when you were playing and you're being ready to play, you couldn't sit back. And then sometimes you could. But I just got so trained to sit like that that I just sat like that all the time. And then I'd be like, oh, like I barely use the back of my chair ever. I'm trying to learn how. I saw this thing to strap kids to chairs. Oh. Um, that might be good for you. Oh, I strapped myself to the chair. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dang, your kid's like a Houdini. They'll find their way out. Yeah, that sounds like a strangulation about to happen. Yeah. Don't do it, parents. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to remind myself. Just remind myself. Sit up straight. Well, mm-hmm. let me ask you a different thing altogether. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking honey infused vodka with Ooh. key lime, key lime seltzer. And tonight I added, I, I found this honey I had from the CBD place, and it has like 20 milligrams of. of CBD in each honey stick. So I added two honey sticks to my cocktail. Oh, nice. So by the end of it, I should have 40 milligrams of CBD. So it's a CBD honey vodka. Sounds relaxing. Key lime CBD. There's got to be some sort of name in here for like key lime CBD stoner drink. You know what I mean? Like someone known. Who was known for the keys? The Florida keys. Keys. Hemingway. Keys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i have no idea anyway Bahaman. it's a nice relaxing drink on the piece of florida nice. is that what key lime is named after is yeah man pie? yeah okay you're right 
I don't fucking know. Anyway, it's I'm drinking. Nice. <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm also having something. It's a Cali Mule hard kombucha. Mm. How's that? It's all right. It's um, pretty fresh. It's got ginger, lime, kombucha, and yeast. So that's all. Like bread. Like bread, like a beer of kombucha. Is it all vinegary? Not at all. It has like a <clears throat> a tartness, like a sourness. Uh-huh. But that might be the lime, you know. It tastes limey and gingery. Okay. It's not Sounds bad. good. Not bad. All right. Well, there you go. That's what we're drinking. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. <laughs> Mr. Macho's Mustache Transfer Center. Mr. Macho's Mustache Transfer Center. We put the mmm in mustache. Have you ever had a mustache that's way overgrown? Or have you? Have you ever had a mustache that's undergrown, like a little tiny wisp of grass in a giant field? Or a tiny earthworm crawling along the crust of the earth? Or the teeniest, tiniest little toothpick just resting on your lip? Or the bushiest caterpillar lawn clippings that anyone's ever seen? Does your mustache look like a cabbage? Does your mustache look like a comb with broken bristles? Does your mustache look like a tired, broken, old liquor cart empty with just snake oil and nothing more but broken dreams? Does your mustache look like a barren field in the great dust bowl of 35? Does your mustache look like crepes? Does your mustache look like a tiny line? Does your mustache look like the continent? Of South America? Does your mustache look like the 4th of July on a moonless night? Does your mustache look like three nipples? Does your mustache look like 45 jack-o'-lanterns? Does your mustache look like a Christmas turkey? Does your mustache look like wet spaghetti? Does your mustache look like pop rocks? Does your mustache look like two snails fornicating? Mr. Macho's Mustache Transfer Center has you covered. Come on in and we'll transfer your mustache to somebody who really needs it and give you a mustache of your dreams. Even this mustache I found from the 1850s? Any mustache will do. You can twirl it, tweeze it, cut it, tweeze it. We got all the mustache things you need. My really wants me to have a mustache, but I don't really have the time to grow one. Do I have to have a mustache to transfer to get it transferred onto my lip? Not a problem. If your lip is as hairless as your backside, you can have a mustache transferred to you today. What told you about my backside? My wife? <laughs> Mr. Macho's Mustache Transfer Center. We put the mmm in MTC. Welcome back to the Blunt Letters. I'm your host, Michaela Superstar. I'm talking mostly to electric i'm talking Ele to all of you but really directed at electric my co-host hey y'all yeah <sighs> that's some space i'm looking at <laughs> so i was um 
I'm going off this year. I might have mentioned it on the podcast because I get really drunk and stoned and I don't remember what I say. And then I even do go back and listen to the new episode when it's out, but I still don't remember sometimes. But <laughs> I've been going super hard this year for the Halloween decorations. And so I'm going to post some up on our Instagram at least this week, if not maybe like oh, now that like electrics like go ahead and post them on the Instagram. I'm like, <laughs> I'm never going to stop. So I did get some pumpkins early because they were on sale. I guess I, you did, you know, electric told me it was a little early. Yeah. Decorating, but it's the beginning of October when you wanted to begin. It's now like but, the middle of October. But to be but, fair, usually, and even the farmer's almanac will back me up, which we know is like pretty legit. Usually we have our first frost by like uh, the first week in October. <laughs> in the first week of October. And at least being, it would at least be kind of cold at night and shit, but it's like, oh my God, it's been so warm. So the global warming Samhain is what I've been calling it, where it's just like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh. It's so warm. So it's 77 today. It's the 15th of October. It's fucking Connecticut. Like, yes. sure, it's southern New England, but still fucking New England. So it's super weird to me. And what's really fucking gross is that instead of freezing at night and killing all the bugs and having them go back to hell where they belong, it's encouraging them to live in my pumpkins. And I haven't really, I mean, I know that they will rot eventually but i haven't had them do it this fast because it hasn't been like it's been like a whole week of 75 degree weather and i was like oh god what is happening these pumpkins and the outer shell's holding up just fine but there's a lot of like fruit flies and shit and and they're outside everybody they're outside but still i'm just like oh so i sprayed them with um i was gonna say pickle juice uh vinegar (laughs) kind of I know, because that's what my room smells like, is pickles now. Because they're right near my, it's like right outside my window. So I was like, hmm, let's put some dill sprigs in here. I was like. <laughs> but, um, so yummy, dude. It Sounds, was, it's uh, all right. Air freshener. <clears throat> yeah, pickles. That pickles. Uh, I guess it's it, devices. It worked okay. I don't know. I don't know. I probably should have dunked them in vinegar to begin with or something like that. And It's like. But whatever, if they rot away, I mean, honestly, they look gross. Like one of them had this like mold in it a little bit outside and it's like, looks kind of creepy. I was like, this really works, but I know you're going to get to a point where I'm not going to want to touch you. Mm-hmm. My thought is get that I think, I think I'm going to put a black garbage bag under it. Oh, I see. Like That's I did with smarter. my other thing. Because remember, because of global warming. Um, I have this like altar I made for an art piece and it had just been sitting around and it fits perfectly underneath my window, bay window that I'm, that's where I'm decorating on the deck. So I was like, Ooh, I'll put that out there. And it's got candles and whatever. Well, I have, like I said, I had to put a plastic bag down because the, the fucking candles started melting in the sun. Whoa. Cause it was so hot out. And I was like, this is not what I expected at all. I was oh like, my oh gosh. shit. So yeah, so I'm just going to put down another thing and just put it underneath the pumpkins. And then that way I'll just like pull them up, you know, like a body, like just be like, you're already in the bag and then just like pull them up and they'll be in the bag. Yeah, that that's sense? pretty smart. Yeah, like a tarp basically. <laughs> yeah, like they're because they're going to get gross and I'm not going to want to touch them much at that point. So yeah, no. that's my, but that's weird, right? I was like, wow, these are rotting really fast. 
That's candle crazy. wax is melting. I was like, can I have my October back for God's sakes? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're having a California October in Connecticut because that's <laughs> yeah. why I was like, you can't do them now. They'll rot on your porch before Halloween. Yeah, but I thought it'd be frosty all night. I thought I'd be waking up and it'd be cold. It's, it's foggy, like San Francisco. It's so yeah. true. It's, I've, we've had fog all week. And I'm like, weird. I love it, but that's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's super weird. It's been hot here the last couple of days. It actually felt kind of like you couldn't catch your breath. Like it was like all or something. It's fucking gross. You guys have fires again? I haven't again? been outside much. Yeah, I was driving um, home the other day and I saw kind of like a smoky... I don't know what to call it. Like a, you could just see smoke hanging in the air, kind of off in the distance, haze. over the hills. You know, mm, yeah, a haze. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty gnar. And then I was gonna go on a bike ride, but it was too dark. I was like, I can't be seen. Not yeah, safe. man. Not safe. Well, fuck it. That's a warmer world. We're gonna have to figure out where the perfect weather is because it used to be the bay, and now it is nay. <laughs> i don't know what's happening remember when we were in apple yeah. picking in connecticut and it was so hot that we got on the news for how hot it was and we yeah, were it was like 90 doing like... Yeah, yeah you're right we'll try it's to like... link that in the show notes you can see me exactly. in a fucking ridiculous hat oh they no they cut my hat out because i had a gun on it or something. yeah but i'm wearing a cowboy hat that's pretty ridiculous yeah <laughs> We bought Joe cats at the Big E, and then we didn't know we were going to be on film that day. We're both wearing them. Yeah. Because you didn't know you were going to be even apple picking. It was like a day of surprises, and it was like 90 degrees. Yeah, we were driving back from a fair that was like in New England, Massachusetts, called the Big E, and we're on our way back to New York City, and yeah, we're wearing like nylon clothes because we're goths on the way back home. Like stupid hats (laughs) with it. We're like, let's wear our dumb hats. Because you only get, like, a couple of wears out of them, you know, throughout the year. Because you're not going to really wear those hats. I don't even know what happened to that hat. It said, like, I don't call 911 or something. Yeah, and it had a gun on it. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, I don't mean it in the way you think. Like, that's because they're going to shoot somebody. So I had that hat on and goth clothes. And then you had, like, a goth clothes and, like, a cowboy. (laughs) You look like you're in the cult or something. That yeah. band cult, not a cult. And I was like, oh, God. And we're the only ones fucking picking apples. It was a random ass day, I think. It was like... A Thursday. A Thursday. Yeah, like, we, I took the day off. No, first. it was a Sunday, wasn't it? Because we went on a weekend and it was awful. I don't know. I feel like I took the day off to go and we were driving mm. home. So it was, it was like, a Monday. Yeah. It was so crazy, though. Like... We went to go see Sheila E. That's why we were going during the week in the first <laughs> That's place. Because right. we wanted to go to that show. So we took yeah. the time off and we were driving the car back. And you were like, let's go to this diner I like. And I was like, okay. And then you surprised me. <laughs> I was thinking. You were like, where the fuck's this diner? It's around all these farms. <laughs> like, <laughs> I kept driving us to like a way out in the boondocks. And you're like, where's this place you want to eat lunch? And I was like, you'll see. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, this is just a bunch of farms. And then finally, it was like, here it is. Well, that's Connecticut, though. It's just a bunch of fucking farms. And then you're like on a town in a town somewhere. You're like, oh, yeah. you come out of the. the and we kept getting into a little town. You'd be like, is this where it is? And I'd be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, where the fuck are we going? 
And then yeah. I was like, we're going to go apple picking. And yeah, it was worth it because you were so happy because you'd always yeah. wanted to go apple picking. And I was like, haha, I surprise you going apple picking. I had always thought it would be like a cool uh, fall activity to do, which nobody, no one ever wanted to do. So I was so excited. And then we got to be on the news because that yeah. was even more fun. It was a super fun time. I was yeah. like, I come visit my home, like my home state, and I end up on the fucking news. And they're like, "What do you guys do?" And you were like, "We were both like, we like it hot, we like it." <laughs> <laughs> they were boiling. I was like, my brains are boiled at that point. I was like, I like it. But yeah, yeah we're it, it all was... like hungover and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, hella fun. I yeah, loved it. It's pretty. Well, those are the ridiculous. apples we brought home, and then I like threw some on the ground after I made them into turnover strike because I got mad. We we're just talking about that. I think those were those apples, right? What happened? The turnovers were bad. Yeah, they were like okay, and everyone was like, "You're all right." And then I got real mad at them. I got drunk and saw them on the stove, and I was like, "Fuck these fucking turnovers!" And I was like pissed off, and then I threw them on the floor, Whoa. and I was like laughing, like I was kind of kidding, but. And you're like, don't. And then you were like, don't throw them on the floor. I'm going to eat them. And I was like, okay. I just threw one. And I was like, fuck this thing. I'm pissed. And then yeah. you're like, stop. Those are good. And I was like, they look like shit. And I was so mad at myself. But I was drunk. It was like later after I baked them. And then I was drunk and like come, came upon them again. And was like, you are my failures. Aww. Anyway, those apples. It just It's all yeah. one big story, guys. How do you like these apples? <laughs> them apples. Damn <laughs> I don't know. We always say it. We don't know the quote. It's a Mandela effect where it's like, that's not actually even in a movie anywhere. And it's like, is what? that Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, I guess. Which I've only seen clips of because I see clips of it and I'm like, this looks terrible. I've seen it. I've seen it before. And actually, my roommate was just watching it and I caught part of it, but not that part. It's we so should ask your roommate, is it them apples or those apples? Is them apples? Those apples? These those apples. apples. How do you like these apples? How, How do, do you, you like, like them, apples? them apple? Is it them? I don't know. Okay. I found this on the web for is it them apples or those apples in Goodwill Hunting. Check it out. How do you like them apples? Them? Not even them. them. How do you like them apples? How do you like, How do you them, like them apples? apples? <laughs> hey, we finally said like something at the same time. How do you like the Way apples? Go. I'm gonna just keep saying, "How do you like the apples?" <laughs> the apples. What like apples? And be like, I don't know the apples. How do you like the apples? Another thing. How do you like an apple? Hey, would you like an apple? <laughs> How do you like? How would you like your apples? <laughs> Now you're like trying to give them a service. Yeah. <laughs> How do you eat your apples? All right. Enough. God. We know that it's been tough at these trying times to find adequate snails. Do your current snail options suck shit? Well, visit us at Snails with a Z. We have only the best snails money can buy. Other places will try to pass off slugs or empty seashells filled with earthworms, but not us. We offer a 100% snail guarantee or your money back. I couldn't stand another snail imitator. Even banana slugs lost their charm. Snails gave my life a real direction. I used to have so many problems. Now my only problem is snails. Hey yo, governor snails 
I still have nightmares of earthworms. Their bodies wriggle in my brain. So visit us now at snailswithaz.com to cure all your snail-induced nightmares. What? Welcome back to the Bloom Letters. Oh, I thought we were just going to go right into it. Okay, welcome back. Oh, quick uh, dishonorable mention. Dracula, dead and loving it. What I was going to say is if great people do something you've never heard of, it's probably terrible. Yeah. I was like, how is this a vampire movie by Mel Brooks with Leslie Nielsen? And I've never heard of it. And it's like, because it was fucking terrible. So anyway, I'm just going to leave sad. it at that. Yeah, I was sad. I was like, don't watch it. But You're then fine. I was like, if we're going to watch something funny and scary-ish, not too scary, because Electric doesn't like the gores. And the scary scaries. Yeah. Yeah, not extra scary. I was like, let's do something I haven't heard a ton about, which is... Velvet Buzzsaw. It's a really cool movie. Uh, I can see why you like it a lot. Premises... I just wanted to preface it with like, I I saw it twice at least and was like, oh yeah, this is good. <clears throat> but I think it's been like a while. It's been at least maybe a year since I've seen it. A couple months or whatever. I don't know. So... I revisited a couple scenes and like watched the death scenes, but like honestly, I was like, I'm gonna let you take the, I'm gonna let you take the reins more because you just saw it, and I kind of want to hear more of what you thought of it first. So, okay, okay. Well, my thoughts on uh Velvet Buzzsaw. So, the premise is that these people are people in the art world, wheelers and dealers. So one person morph played by Jake Gyllenhaal, is an art critic. Uh, Adorfa, or what's her name? Redondra or something? <laughs> something like that. Redora. She is played by Renee Russo. And there's also uh, this girl, her name is Josephine. I don't know who plays her. And she's like Redora's assistant. Mm-hmm. who's ambitious and wants to like build her art career and there's coco the assistant who Wait, isn't josephina the one with the tattoo she has no. the buzz that's redora like art dealer that's been in the game for a long time she's like really good at discovering new talent and she retains like really famous older talent played by john malkovich he plays this guy pierce and like she used to be in a punk rock band named velvet buzz yeah. <clears throat> yeah, she's been a, a punk rock band called Velvet Buzzsaw, and there's Coco, and she's like the assistant who keeps getting shuffled around from art dealer to art dealer. Oh, there's also another guy who I hated, and I forget who he is, but he's like hanging, he's a hanger on. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy with the mustache it? that just wants the more money, more money. Yeah, the more money guy. He's like yeah. a poser. I call him poser in all my notes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then there's um, Tony Coletti, who's really good. She's also a poser, but like different. She's yeah. a museum person who becomes <clears throat> a private art dealer and lords it over people. Yeah. And then there's Bryson, the installer guy, who's like a fucking douchebag. Who's like, I'm an artist too. Yeah. Like, pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. I'm just not famous yet. Blah blah. So that's yeah. all the characters. So what happens is these guys, Josephine, the entrepreneurial assistant, 
like lives in this building and this guy dies, right? Just hella randomly in the hallway. And the guys who come to clean out his apartment are like, whoa, the art in there is so weird and fucked up. Like, it's crazy that no one will ever see it because it's all supposed to be destroyed. And they're like, he had a cat too. And they're like, oh, well, it's still up there. And then she goes up there to get the cat, which there's a lot of cats in this movie. I have to say, I really appreciated the cats. Yeah. I was going to say, it started with the cat because, yeah, they were, she was like, I'll go get that cat. And then she saw the paintings and was like, what? Right? Or did she go get yes. it from the dumpster or something later? I can't remember. No, she lies and says they came out of the dumpster because otherwise it would be stealing. Right. So she steals all the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she steals all the paintings. And the thing is, the painter was like this recluse who has like some random backstory that doesn't really matter. Like his like wife or his like mom and sister got killed in a fire and all that. He went, he killed his dad when he killed them. And he went it's to, like, like Halloween, right? Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. the, mo- the mom and the sister died in the fire. The dad kept him and abused him beyond like all human reason or something like that, which I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Beyond the bounds of human cruelty. Yeah. Fucking crazy. I was like, okay, whatever. So this guy's nuts. And he was like, burn these fucking things. Like, don't ever, like, just get rid of these fucking paintings. Like, and they have his, like, blood in it and stuff because yeah. they do an assessment of the paint that he used. And it's like his own blood, presumably, or maybe the blood of other people. Right. He did kill his dad. And he was in, like, an insane asylum so you're kind of like "Ooh, is this guy disturbed or what but turns out yes turns out yeah and the paintings are fucking haunted the paintings are cursed or whatever 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 sure they're creepy Mm -hmm. dude that premise where the paintings come to life and kill the people that are pretentious art weirdos was such a Michaela vibe. I was like, this is all of the things that people hate about art are in this movie. Mm -hmm. And then I think that there's a couple of things I want to mention. It opens on eyes. There's lots of like eyes and glasses Mm -hmm. in the preview, like where the, the title cards are, you know? And then like there's other times where something is going down and there's like a mural of eyes or there's like some kind of eyes in the shot so that's pretty cool like they're looking at the stuff go down or they're watching people being corrupted because intimidation and corruption is like a huge part of Mm -hmm. this movie like that's the fucked up horror part Uh is how much people are willing to like sell out somebody's story even when they find out like oh this artist is was like fucked up in an insane asylum and like killed his father and stuff like yeah they're like that's gonna make the market go through the roof for this Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. every time something bad happened like i wrote down like oh it's trending on instagram when that lady gets killed like so Mm -hmm. spoiler alert all the horrible people who attempt to make money or take hold of these paintings get murdered in a really gross way but very campy and fun like not even that gross like the girl who who stole them initially just like slowly gets turns into paint like she turns into art yeah, you know what i mean she gets trapped like, in it yeah it's like okay like i don't know but like tony coletti's character gets her arm ripped off and they're like oh my god and then by they're a like piece of art by a piece of art and then they're like oh people thought she was just part of the 
exhibit for hours and we're like taking pictures of her body and shit remember that part they're like oh yeah people just thought it was part of the thing the kids like walked in the blood of the lady who died and they just thought it was fake blood so they're like Mm -hmm. trailing her blood all over the place yeah there are so many art killings in this movie so yeah you mentioned too where the arm of Tony Colletti gets cut off by a piece of art and then also the girl gets turned into paint but then also this guy's like trying to flick fix a flickering light bulb and then his tie gets tangled in the light bulb and he hangs himself on accident <laughs> yeah 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 it's like and then another very final destination yeah I was like why would this guy even get up there to fix a light like I don't believe that and then it was weird because I thought he would get electrocuted and he just got, well, I shouldn't say just, but he got hung instead of electrocuted. I was trying to see if there's like, because I remember in Art School Confidential, which came out way before this, that there was like a killer who was like the strangler. And it's like this dude like paints all of his victims. And so it's like, but I thought that they said that they had blood in the paintings, too. Like, they weren't haunted or Whoa. anything. But I was just like, I wonder. I don't know. It's not, it reminded me of that Dan Klaus movie. Fucking art for art's sake. Like, the people that did art just because they loved art didn't die. Yeah, the artists lived. Like, there was a guy who was supposed to be sort of like a Basquiat-style guy. Damrish. And Piers, the guy that is John Malkovich. He is also spared. He does not die. And then uh, it's like crazy because Jake Gyllenhaal really seems to be the main character. Like the story is told through his narrative arc a lot. Mm-hmm. But like you also, <clears throat> if, you, if you pay attention, it's like Joe Safine gets the stuff out of the dumpster. So she's corrupted. Then she's discovered by Bryson who's like a asshole and then she's intimidated by Rodora Renee Russo's character is intimidated by the representative of Damrish Mm -hmm. and then she turns around and is like I can't have this art liability so I'm gonna intimidate Josephine and get those paintings that were spotted earlier today and then it just keeps on going and they like intimidate Coco into leaving and then she goes and hangs out with that money poser guy and gets kind of like corrupted to tell the like story of what Rodora was doing at her firm so everybody is kind of like fucking over someone else mm-hmm. like you yeah. see somebody <clears throat> do something to some person and they turn around and do something to the next person and the next person turns around and does something to them and the more art they gather the more crazy they become until yeah. like they're just not even sure what's like real they start getting freaked out that so many people they know are dying who come in contact with the art as well yeah in these horrible ways and then jake gyllenhaal is like oh my god stop selling it like he figures it out but it's too late for him because he already like made fun of this other artist and then like ends up getting killed by a robot or something right yeah (laughs) yeah gets killed and it's funny that it's all happening at like well it all begins at art basel in miami Mm -hmm. yeah because that's such a super pretentious New Yorker art destination. Yeah, I know. It's like goth artist vacation. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just, and again, it just reinforces everything about like why I hate that whole world. 
Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, I just want to be a fucking artist. Like, fuck it. I'll live in poverty then. Like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Dealing with those kind of people. It's like, what a fucking nightmare. What a fucking nightmare. Like, I don't, that's not why I do art. It's not why I want to do it. It's like, get the fuck away. It's so commercial too. Like, mm -hmm. I used to work for a mural company that was basically ads. And they would send people down to Art Basel to be part of the art world and represent. And it's like, this is a mural painting company that paints ads, you know? Yeah, like, what the fuck? They're not creative murals. I mean, they're somebody's creative, but they're not they're not that person's creative. They're not the artists that work there creative. Right. So it's like, okay, well, it's weird. It is weird. It's a weird world. And it's kind of like all these people are really getting their comeuppance because they're just exploiting a dead person, you know? Yeah. yeah. Interesting concept. Not something we would normally get to witness. I mean, that's, yeah, it's like a very like weird art world fucking thing. And I read that the um, director made it after he worked super hard on this Batman thing or this Superman shit with like Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, Superman. And like, they were about to start filming and then they got the plug pulled because they were like, oh, it's not worth the money. That's crazy. The big company was like, nope, you're not worth it. Fuck it. And he was like, now I can't do my art because this fucking corporation's like, no. And so he made this movie instead. And it's like, funny. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It is and it is funny. very hateful of that world. And I agree. But it's like, well, what's the next step? It's like that's what's kind of awesome i know people shit on tiktok and instagram a lot and all this stuff but it's like that's what's kind of great is like well if you want to take the art world out of the hands of the rich and the privileged then start sharing art amongst yourself like start buying art from your friends like start you know what i mean like it's just like start your own gallery start your own fucking museums it's like museums are just fucked Especially and if you want to know how watch this fucking movie it's really funny but it's really true and we worked in museums and we i watched this with someone who worked at the whitney museum she said it was fucking horrible and she was like oh this is true yeah and now she works as an art buyer or whatever she works as a secretary for an art dealer and it's like she says all oh, this shit's true so if you want to know why i yeah <laughs> yeah except horrifying and it's like more horrifying and i was like if you want to see why i sell my stuff on fucking instagram or like etsy or at like comic cons and shit like this is why because it's like these are the people you have to deal with and i can't afford to i can't even afford to be a part of that world if i wanted to i don't have a fucking master's degree or <laughs> it's it's why you need a master's degree to be an artist you know you need like, like that's part of like doctorate it's pretty wild dude it's just such a wild movie though like it's really funny to me that the paintings were were like by the artist d's so it's always mm -hmm. like d's paintings <laughs> you yeah know, like D i was like wow these guys huh? these apples <laughs> these apples <laughs> and then yeah. like you said morph like figures it out he's like a detective art guy like he's still yeah. sitting on the case and being like these art pieces are missing and like this art guy like he goes to the location of this guy's life yeah to write a book about him i'm like he is in depth right now with it because he's like i want to do something long form like i don't want to just do reviews anymore and it's like so even though he's like trying to warn people it's really he's still out for himself i don't know everybody's you know, deplorable in this movie it's great when they all die most of I them kind die of, 
I kind of thought he was spot on with his review of the funeral. Oh yeah, he's like talking shit on a funeral. Yeah. And it's like he was kind of right. Like he was yeah. like what's that color of the funeral burnt smog and i was like dude spot on like yeah. that is a terrible coffin you're right like yeah. why did he do that sorry don't get me started how much i hate most things in museums anyway so yeah yeah it was pretty not cool everything stuff. not everything but like man so much where i'm like really okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like the one that really was interesting that was the most of an art stretch to me, but also very cool to watch was the last one with Redora, who like realizes all her friends are gone and she's next. So she gets rid of all the paintings. Then she becomes a painting that she had right. on her wall because she sits down on the floor and her cat that ran away comes back and sits next to her. Yeah. And then her, her tattoo comes to life and kills her. Yeah. The bus like, saw. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. I know, I love it. I like that they just went for it. It was like, fuck it. Who cares? She this is not a high art, art movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, great. My tattoos came to life. Oh my god, so what weird. if your tattoos came to life? There'd be an alien spaceship in here. I Hello know. Kitty. I'd have a bunch of animals. Dead shit. Jellyfish. Lightning? Oh no. <laughs> I know I was like I guess a lot of my tattoos could kill me I mean this giant spider looked pretty poisonous yeah that would be scary that came to life I, I'd Damn. be freaked out it takes up like half my forearm that'd be so scary big ass spider come on to get you I'm glad you liked it yeah I really liked it I thought it was very cool and also like pretty scary but not too scary like mostly it's not scary Right. It's like campy. And it's a lot about just like intimidation and like getting in people's faces and like the kind of like backdoor deals you have to make with people to make money and how fucked up and skewed it is. What I thought was interesting is when they'd be like, all right, I'll give you some of these paintings for that show, but you have to give this artist I represent a, a full on retrospect or something. Or like, you have to show these other paintings because I need more money for them. And I'm going to sell some to my client and I want them to pay more. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Fuck all of you. Fuck you all. I like that you were like, I like, I can see why you like this. I'm like, mm -hmm. Yeah, because we used to talk about how fucked up the art world is. Because, yeah, we knew people who were in it that said that. And I'm an artist. And it's like, yeah, rough. Roughage. So, anyway, check out my Instagram, which we'll link in the show notes. And buy some art for me people it's a great gift idea for these coming holiday seasons have you ever taken a dump so glorious that you almost feel guilty flushing it away forever ever shit something so magnificent and painful it recalls feelings of birthing a life now you don't have to part with your most beloved poos with our patented design poop urn you can hold on to these turds forever Poop urn hermetically seals feces for all eternity. People of the future will see your turds. Poop urn, poop urn comes <laughs> in many colors and shapes, just like poop itself. Now go to poopurn.org to browse the many styles available to ship today. Don't be unprepared for the poo of your life. Order your poop urn now to guarantee you and your shit can live together forever. Welcome back to the Blunt Letters. Today, 
we're going to talk about deathbed confessions. Bum, bum, bum. What are secrets that you'd carry to your grave? Ooh, we should ask that question on our Instagram. People can answer us for our next. Oh, yeah. In the future. But yeah, let us know. DM us. Leave us a voicemail. Because I was all again just listening to, I listened to a lot of nerdy shit and I was listening to this thing about a deathbed confession. I was like, wow, how dramatic. How dramatic. Yeah. Like you hold on to something and we both, I think, do I know someone? Well, you know someone perhaps that has like had one of those kind of like secrets to the end of their life. And it's like, that's kind of neat. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, but like I, I feel like I must have known, but no one's ever told me, right? I feel like everyone must know somebody. Like, I feel like my dad probably had a secret. He never told anyone. I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe Does he that told makes sense? someone, but it wasn't you. It wasn't me, right? Yeah. So it's like, and then I was, and it's like, I love the idea of like inheriting a fucking deathbed secret. Like, what if you told my brother something, right? And, and now they have to the live kid. with that. And yeah. what is he now it's his deathbed secret? Like does like does he inherit this deathbed secret? Like what a weird legacy, right? I wonder what kind of deathbed secret it would be. I have an extra penis under my armpit. <laughs> Whoa. And you'll grow one when you turn forty five. <laughs> They're all whales on forty five. Wow. Um eighty five. Yeah. Oof. Well, he wasn't 85 when he died. So. Uh, I don't know the. See, I don't know the secret, so I don't know when it happened. You got to know the ages of my brothers at the time of my father's death. Yeah. Well, there's a whole equation there. I was just trying to make light of it, but yeah, who knows? I'm just saying, like, it's like so fascinating, right, to me. So I was like, I want one though. Now I want one. You want it's a like deathbed a, confessional secret? Yeah, I want to have a I want to have a deathbed confession if I'm so lucky to have a deathbed. I mean, if you die suddenly, fuck that, you die with that secret and like whatever. But like, I kind of want one now. It's like it's so late in life because I don't have. I'm such an open book. Like I don't have any secrets from almost anybody. I can't think of any real. Oh, I can think of one, but that's just one person. Other people know that secret. <laughs> Treacherous. Yeah. Oh, you mean secrets <laughs> that like other people of their But I was like I just well yeah, I just want I just was trying to think of something I was keeping from someone their whole life and now I just thought of one. But um you know, I wish I wanna have a secret I keep from every single person until I die. Or until on my deathbed and I can be like, I didn't actually win that trophy, I bought it at thrift store. <laughs> <laughs> like, I never won that million dollars I robbed a bank <laughs> yeah it's like it doesn't have to be that dramatic but I'm just like I want to have one now and we talked about having the buried treasure I'm like maybe these can combine like I finally tell where my buried treasure is like my deathbed but anyway I was just like yeah nothing even that dramatic but I was like and because I'm old already it's not like I've had to keep this in my whole life it's like I could come up with a whole new secret and it wouldn't be that long <laughs> it wouldn't be that much of a burden on you you would just it would, yeah it's like burden minus 40 something years it's like that's nothing you can plan it like you could be like on the equinox the moon shines at this angle and illuminates a carving on a rock and the dude you know i got like, nothing else going on i gotta do a fucking crazy like treasure hunt thing right Ooh, like a time capsule when i was a kid i made a time capsule with my best friend yeah, we did same. it when we were in sixth grade and then we were going to open it when we graduated high school. But by the time we graduated high school, we weren't friends anymore. 
So I opened it myself. <laughs> it was, was it cool. It was actually pretty lame. I was like, "Wow, oh, this is pretty boring." Mm. I don't think I wanted to part with very much that was important to me when I was eleven. Like I was like, "I like all this stuff. I want to just throw whatever in here." Yeah, I don't know if I do a time capsule or just some bizarre. Thing. But a tra- buried treasure could be like a time capsule, like. If you buried something. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's like some crazy piece of art I make or some weird ass artifact or like, well, I don't know like, yet. You were mentioning like, oh, you know, some people that had deathbed confessions. But there, it seems to me that there's always some secrets that get told on the deathbed because my mom was talking about like somebody who passed away who, who was like, we need some time alone so I can tell you something whoa and she told my dad and my dad was like oh yeah you got the you got the notice that it's time to be alone and tell you all the things before you die and it was Mm. like here's where this thing is hidden or maybe like i never told you that there's a secret back to the closet or there's a secret compartment or there's like a i love that i love that i gotta make some secret compartments see i feel so boring sometimes it's like where are my secret compartments? I've never lived anywhere long enough to have anything. I mean, I've left some mysterious, like, bizarre artifacts to be found in places I've left. I'll say that. But, like... I helped plant those things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That last apartment here comes to mind for sure. Like, I said, it, it's like, I almost feel like the cops might have had they being called. From the fake blood down to the talcum powder all over the floor and the dildo and the candles and the knife. Like, I left it looking like a crime scene, dude. It was amazing. Fucking pentagram on the walls and the upside down crosses and the single. I don't know. It was just like so insane. I wonder if the people who were paid to clean it walked in and was like, I don't know if this is real and don't want to know. So. Nine one one, and I like I picture this hardened like, like in New York City cop walking in and just like sniffing the fake blood on the knife and licking it and being like, sugar, <laughs> fucking corn syrup. You guys are idiots. This Whoa. is talcum powder. This is corn syrup. That's a used dildo. Throw it away. <laughs> Somebody made a music video. Someone's an art student. Get out of here under the radar a lot and i'm not gonna say where that was but it's it was pretty funny to me the paintings on the walls alone they're probably like what the hell happened here See, anyway that's, that's like some pull back that. the wallpaper shit right mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm, american mm-hmm. horror story the first season or um diary by chuck polinick oh yeah oh my god oh see i love that stuff so anyway i need a secret secret closet secret story i need to have a buried treasure and i need to have a deathbed confession again even if it's just something that's like trivial but only i know like i need to i need that and then i need to tell somebody or like write it down and bury it somewhere i don't know i'm just so intrigued it's like it doesn't have to be that important like what kind of life did you leave if you don't have some sort of deathbed confession like i was the one who paid for your college you know like even a good one it's like that's great you know it could be super positive you know like you didn't win the lottery. I gave you money because I love you or something. I got you out of jail. <laughs> I was the one who told your girlfriend to say yes when you proposed or something, right? It wasn't a watermelon. I bought it at Target. And you ate it. 
<laughs> I was the one who switched your watermelon, you know, like anything. It's just like something yeah. is better than nothing, I feel like. So I, that's my one of my new goals somehow is to have a deathbed confession or a deathbed secret. That's take a to pretty the grave. good goal. I wish I had a secret to take to the grave. I haven't done very much uh, that I have concealed from the public. Although, well, there we go. I broke into a lot of buildings, and uh, I broke. I didn't have to break anything. It's like you walked into a bunch. Of I buildings. walked into a lot of buildings. That's not breaking and entering. I think that's just entering. That's just entering. That's just trespassing. That's just trespassing. Well, one of them, I'm not sure it even even was trespassing because it was a building in New York that had. Oh yeah my yoga studio in it but mm -hmm. it was also just a building that had a lot of businesses in it and so you could go up all the flights of stairs and you would eat all the stairs. food right you'd eat all the food that was free at the office you would like go to the break rooms and eat the food right no that was in college uh, i would go to events and eat the food yeah i just yeah something a little bit different than that like i don't know what I hope people will tell us what their deathbed confessionals are or like something that we should aspire to on our Instagram, like respond to the poll so we can at least like. Or a good joke. I don't even care. Just like respond to us. God damn it. It has to be like something you did in secret, right? Yes. And people, it's like a mystery. I want to be like a mystery to somebody's life. Mm. Like, I feel like this is the best way to do it. Like I said, like do some weird good deed and just never, ever take credit and be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Even if they're like, I know it was you. you just be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I wish it was me. I wish I did that. And then at the end of your life, you'd be like, it was me! And then die. <laughs> I broke into your business and painted it. Or whatever, something. I like. stole your car and had it refurbished or detailed. <laughs> I, ha I had it wrapped. There was one about this dude who was like, I, I am one of the dudes who survived that crazy Alcatraz escape. Whoa. The three, the three dudes that got off Alcatraz that like essentially shut it down. Some on one of the deathbed confessions was him being like, "Yeah, it was me." Brothers went to Brazil. They lived out their lives, and it's like, holy shit! Whoa, man, that's wild. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would like a deathbed confession that's a little more lighthearted, I suppose, because that shit. I don't want to kill anyone in my lifetime. Like, I'm not saying that I'm above it or I'm better than other people who've killed people for a good reason, but like, damn, I really hope no. No, no, no. Yeah, that's a super pass. I like the idea of doing a secret good deed a lot more. I feel guilty eating eggs, so <laughs> I'm not really into hurting things. Yeah. I don't know if I could really live with We're it. Even if, yeah, it's like, I eat fish, but I still feel bad. And I'm like, thanks, fish. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I could like kill a person, even if they did something terrible to someone I love. I might just be like, you are horrible. And I hope your life sucks. Ugh, I guess, I don't know. It's like, I don't even know what to do with that emotion. Like, I don't know. I used to be all about revenge, but now I'm like, I don't know if that would make me feel any better. Yeah. And, and jail to... doesn't make me feel any better. So it's like, what do you do with that? That's when you like, just give it up. And you're like, karma, it'll take care of itself. But what if you're like, you let that person go and they kill someone else, or do something else like that. So then you're like, well, you kind of have to do something. Why? Because you're Woo! Batman? Because you have to like... No, keep... because you know. Like, mm -hmm. what if someone like hurt you? And then I was like, I know you're going to hurt someone else and I don't stop you. It's like, ooh, that's tough. That's a tough choice. 
I might have to stop you, but that'd be a tough confession. Yeah, that would be a tough confession. You're like, I'm a superhero or I'm a vigilante. Like, what if you became a vigilante? And I think like, about it all the time, but I don't oh. know if I can really do it. I don't know. That's a tough call. Like, you know, I don't want to hurt people. I just want them to get better. Like, how do you like, you'd have to like abduct people instead of kill them and force them into therapy. <laughs> It'd be like committing them, but not so atrocious. Like it, you had have to like really get them help or something. It's like, I don't know. That's what's sad about it. Like a millionaire for that too. Yeah. Why doesn't Bruce Wayne actually just get the Joker some real help? Like instead of just putting him well, away, it's like pay for him to get some real therapy or wasn't something. Wasn't he in Arkham Asylum? Like, isn't that supposed to be like. But that's a... like the worst. Like you don't really get help at Arkham. Just like you don't really get help when you go to jail because of desperate things in your life yeah you just get put into a system of slavery that exploits you and makes you desperate and more desperate <clears throat> and traumatized so yeah it's weird i don't know what to do with revenge anymore actually it's like i don't know does that it's not gonna make me feel better i don't think having to like kill someone else for what they did but then it's like i don't also want to live with the fact that they could get away with it and hurt someone else so yeah, you'd have to, like, kidnap them. I guess that's what, like, temporary autonomous zone is. It's like you kidnap someone and make them better. Whoa. I mean, I guess that's what jail is in, like, other parts of the world <laughs> where they don't torture you. They actually try to help you. What's the last what's worth thing it? you want to tell people? May want to make sure you get across, you know? I don't know anymore. I mean, I'm all for it in entertainment. Like, I still stand by my, like, Valeria fictional character like kicking ass and like killing bad guys but it's like in real life it's like yeah i don't know i feel guilty eating fish yeah i think i want to do like a mega prank or hoax or something like more oh, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. and Ooh, just never cool. you know like the loch ness monster like oh, that's what's yeah. fucked up about the loch ness monster you know is that on the deathbed of the dude who took the pictures he was like it was a hoax like he said like those pictures were fake so now we don't even know if that was real and he's like nope not my pictures and it's like holy shit whoa i wonder so it's like it's imagine like... being that big of a hoax right it's like i could be the Loch Ness monster motherfucker <laughs> whoa. i could be but it's like that's so treacherous to the cryptozoology community that i don't think i would do that but something like maybe hoaxy or prankstery or something and be like who pulled that off we'll never know and it's like i know I started the got farts campaign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Something funny like that. Like your fucking Shepherd Fairy, like never came out of hiding and never did Obama shit. Was just like the underground skateboarding weirdo hero for everyone was like, oh yeah, never. Like Banksy, like who knows who that is? That's great. I can't wait till like on someone's deathbed, they're Banksy or the group is Banksy. Like, I don't oh. think it's one person. That's actually a cool one. Artists, mm -hmm. you know, like secret. Yeah, artists. that's what I mean. Like, that's a beautiful one. It's like, I hope that I never know who they are till they're dead. I really do. Whoa, that's going to be I crazy. love the mystery. Like, I yeah. hope it's like, I really hope I never, either I hope I never know who Banksy is or that I don't know till they're dead. And then I find out, which would be much more satisfying. But it's like, I love that mystery. It's like, don't ever tell me. Don't ever take credit. Okay, so maybe I should do something artistic. It's like, that's great. But yeah, I'm not that good. So no one will ever know. It'll be like 20 people being like, who was that? And it's like, nobody cares. 
You never know. Maybe you'll have an idea later that revolutionizes all of that. You know, I always thought I'd be way more famous when I'm dead. So mark my words. I'm a a secret somebody starting now. Oh my gosh. What if I was a secret agent this whole time? I was like, I'm on the cover from someplace else. I have to tell you, I would be absolutely 100% not shocked at all. I'd be like, I knew it. (laughs) No what? wonder you're, yeah, I'd be like, oh, that's how you're the best best friend ever is because you just fucking read my mind and figured out everything that I would ever want in a best friend and now you're that best friend I should have fucking known. You're not real. Aww, that's such a <laughs> sweet thing to say. Or is it, you fucking agent? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I would think. I'd be like, you treacherous motherfucking person. Like, you figured out everything. Became the that would be some fucked person. up thing to be super nice about it and then i'd be like can you just go back to pretending because whatever what do you want from me i'll give it to you there's so many movies like that too like mob movies or like stings and stuff or total betrayal <laughs> i went to total recall you went to like the mob daria and i know that the song was from daria that's amazing it's like betrayal step mm-hmm. in the back because daria goes out with jane's boyfriend what that's <laughs> fucked up that's why he wrote a song Damn. They weren't getting along, but it is fucked up. She totally kisses him. It's like I would never go out with your boyfriend. (laughs) I would never go out with your boyfriend either. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Blunt Letters. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify to stay up to date on all our newest episodes. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Blunt Letters, and remember to check our story for our survey says and original mind-blowing memes also on youtube for cartoons and videos so you can see our pretty faces oh also zines and books on amazon Amazon. click the link in the show notes bye 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 what do you do on a halloween night when you've given someone a deadly fright Before you turn yourself in and face the electric chair, try the murder box and be in the clear. Don't you worry, it's easy to do. Just follow these steps, no one will suspect you. First, you dig a hole. Then, throw in the poor soul. Next, you're gonna stomp the ground like a devil and clap. Stomp the ground like a devil and clap. Now get down like a fool, but don't you be a fool. Make sure no one's looking. Then get your ass booking. Now you're doing the bop, the murder bop, the murder bop, the murder, the murder bop. You're doing the murder bop, the murder bop, 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 bop. Never speak of it again. Don't you worry, it's easy to do. Just follow the steps, no one will suspect you. First you dig a hole, then throw in the poor soul. Next you're gonna stomp the ground like a devil and clap. Stomp the ground like a devil and clap. Now get down like a fool, but don't you be a fool. Make sure no one's looking, then get your ass booking. Now you're doing the bop, the murder bop, the murder bop, the murder, the murder bop. You're doing the murder bop, the murder bop, 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 bop.